unfiltered, unapologetic, uncaged. You're tuned in to Black Radio Uncensored, where social media and social commentary collide. If you dish it, be ready to take it. Are y'all ready? Let's go! Rowan Key, how y'all feel out there? Yo, 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 this is Ro J, your host. And this is Key, one of the hardest working ladies in Duval County, baby. Hey. Hey. What's up, cousin? What's going on today? <laughs> hey, it's all about black history. I'm chilling. I'm being black and proud and just relaxed. What you doing? Too proud, too black, too strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Loving life is what it's about. I'm I'm enjoying myself. Yes, yes. On this beautiful Saturday afternoon. Um Ooh, yeah. yeah, um, we're gonna start out today. Um mm-hmm. earlier this week I put out a um of course everybody knows or it's been categorized as black February is categorized as Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I hate that shit. Um, I put out a, a post on Instagram and Facebook saying every month is Black Amen. History Month, as far as I'm concerned. Every yes. day, we out here doing something. <laughs> I'm telling every you. Day, every, every month, day, every month, every year, however you want to say it, we out here, blacks, doing the damn thing. Good, mm-hmm. bad, or indifferent. You know what I mean? Right, right, So right. I don't think that, um, I don't like that label, you know, Black nah. History Month. I mean, I know it's something that we've uh, have come uh, accustomed to through the years, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, especially, you know, coming up in our generation, you know, I, I, I made a comment that, you know, every February we had to draw our little Martin Luther Kings and... All little Rosa Parks, and you know all the yeah. things they used to have. We used to have all the little programs at school, you know, uh, celebrating um, people in that month that we should really be celebrating in general all year. You know what I'm saying? Right, like every right, month. Right. And um, so I just put a proposal, basically saying that and uh, expressing my disapproval of it, and that. Uh, matter of fact, let me just read a little tidbit of it. I said, okay. no earthly man will ever mm-hmm. dictate when I can honor my culture or mm-hmm. relegate the observance of that culture or history to just one month. That is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. So Absolutely. Me being my little militant defiant self, because I was like that in elementary all the way up through high school, et cetera, et cetera which is why I chose to go to a HBCU, Howard University. Um, I don't know. I just feel like black history is American history. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know white people going, again, I'm going to get attacked on Facebook because, you know, again, they don't say shit on Instagram. They're yeah. talking major shit on Facebook. But... Black history is American history. We are Americans. We were born mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're, we're black Americans. And, 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 and everybody always talking about making a change or 
doing something for the better or uh, uh, um, I'm colorblind or I don't see color. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, stop labeling February as Black History Month when Mm -hmm. it should just be a regular month. Regular month, yeah. And as black people, as people in general, we just celebrate everybody based on their accomplishments, no matter what color they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, um, again, I titled the podcast today, Black History is American History. Now, being that it is, quote, unquote, Black History Month, and and uh, I looked through the calendar, there's a lot of black birthdays this month that we're going to celebrate. Um, I want to go through and talk about some things in history um, that, I believe are very pertinent. Mm-hmm. Um, I like black people, since we're talking about Black History Month, I like black people to know a little bit about things that have affected us so we can measure how far along we've come as a people. Um, right. I know a lot of people say, well, you know, y'all doing better than, than you were back then. You know, like that's some type of pride. So that's something special to say. Yeah, we have come farther than some of these uh, atrocities that were um, leveled against us, but Mm -hmm. we have a long way to go. Yes, we do. But for all of the people out there, mostly the white folk that's in denial or for the ones that want to hide history, American history, from the children by blocking um, Mm -hmm. uh, our history in the history books, right? Um, Because for real, for real, it should be chapters uh, in the American history books that basically encompass what we've gone through as black Americans. Like, we Mm -hmm. should be in the history books, but -hmm. we're not. So because we're not, and I'm going to tell you, Learning about your history is an ongoing process. It's something that at my age, I'm still hearing certain things like this next clip that I'm about to play. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. It's a clip that I knew what was going on during slavery. Right. I knew this was happening, but right. I didn't know the level of it. Mm. Like I didn't know. They didn't talk much of it. So it's funny that they want to block history when, for real, for real, the history that we have been taught thus far, mm-hmm. it hasn't even been taught. The, the little that we do know wasn't taught to us in its entirety. You know what I'm saying? Right. So imagine that the fact that they they want to block the stuff that we know and we don't even know much. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. So I felt this one thing that really pissed me the fuck off. As a matter of fact, one of my cousins sent, one of my other cousins, matter of fact, is um, on Gene's side of the family, mm-hmm. sent me this clip because, and, and when I saw it, I, my mouth dropped because I'm like, I knew this, but you don't focus on certain things in history. We know what was done to us, but when you hear stuff, mm-hmm. It, it just kind of wakes something up in you. And it's funny that all this shit happened the beginning of February, quote unquote, Black History Month. So it's like I wanted to share this with the audience so that they can kind of like, 
ride with us during this podcast episode because we're going to go through a lot of parallels. We're going to go through a lot. And I'm going to try to level this thing out um, and bring us back like do a 360. Okay, but we're going to start from the top. So mm-hmm. here's the first clip of the day. I'm writing an album called The Middle Passage. They've shown us every plantation with cotton on it. You know what plantation they've never shown us, Abby? The most prominent ones. The ones that were most profitable. The breeding plantations. Why don't you want to show us those? You know why? Because after the research that I did for this album, you realize that the moment that uh, a girl menstruated, she was put in a stable where a horse would be and forcibly mated forcibly raped by a male of the slave master's choice. And when she had children, they weren't called children, they were called a litter of pups. The punishment for raping or killing a person in medieval Spain is gelding. Gelding is when you take hot pincers and you take a man's balls and dick off root and stem. Killing a person, law of the Bible, right? Medieval Spain, super religious. You kill the man, he should be killed. Why were indigenous and black people categorized as subhuman? So under the law, you would not be punished for the things that you did to us. That's why. You used to be proud, right? Used to be proud, white America, of rape and murder. Used to be proud of colonization. Used to, wow, that made us tough. And then you got ashamed of it. And that's what you're dealing with. That's what America's dealing with, a schizophrenic crisis. There's a British manual, right, that was taken out of the British Museum because within the manual, it talked about how rape was a weapon of war that should be used against the indigenous population. You're ashamed of that now. You're ashamed, right? Who was Christopher Columbus? His image has been so whitewashed, but he was trafficking little girls on an island. Who does that sound like, huh? All you right-wing defenders of Christopher Columbus and his legacy, he was trafficking nine-year-old indigenous girls on an island. Who does that remind you of, you intellectual coward? Just because liberals are dog shit doesn't mean that you shake hands with the devil. There it is. You hear that? Holy shit. You see what I'm saying? That's some educational shit right there. That's some shit? I I hope the audience followed that. Because that's what I'm talking ah. about. See, see, so when they when when somebody challenges you mm-hmm. and try to shame you when actually what they call it deflect. Yeah, that's what, what is it is. that when they gaslight? Because <laughs> that's what white people do very well. Yeah. Somehow it's our fault, or we're the bad person. When we talk about stuff or remind them of how we were treated, right? And, and, and for real, for real, at the end of the day, all we're trying to do is be treated fairly. Fairly, yeah, absolutely. Righteous, justly. You know what I mean? Like regular people. Like how we supposed to be treated, like the same way they want to be treated. Right. The golden rule. Damn. Do unto others as you have them do unto you. Absolutely. Right? So simple shit that we talk about, (laughs) simple shit that we want to... Because, see, in order to move past, you got to... And and deal with something, you got to face it. 
And that's what white people don't do. They don't face what the fuck Mm -mm. they've done. But yet they want to make us feel like, oh, because we've come a long way or because it's not exactly, (laughs) we're not exactly breeding you all Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. we were back in the day. You should be Mm -hmm. very grateful. You should be very grateful that we're not hanging you by trees. Damn. You see what I'm saying? No, motherfucker. No, it don't work like that. Again, you cannot tell me how to feel and you cannot tell me how to express myself. You can't do that. You don't have that fucking right. Why I'm so fucking angry? Did you just hear what I just said? Did you just hear that clip? Mm. You were breeding my motherfucking people. People, yeah. Like dogs. They didn't call them babies. They call them a litter of pups. We're talking about black human babies that you motherfuckers said out of your own fucking nasty, raggedy mouths. Were dogs, pups, a litter of pups. But I'm supposed to not be angry about that, especially when all we said was to make us whole. Don't just tell us to, oh, we let y'all go free. Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Are you fucking kidding me? So now I'm supposed to, now we've done that. We've actually, we've actually pulled ourselves up by our own bootstraps, they but it's, but it's not enough. The they don't understand the meaning of that. They don't want to understand. No, they don't. No, no, they don't want to understand. I'm, t- I'm talking either. about our people because mm-hmm. yeah. you keep telling them about the pulling up the bootstraps. Right, right. But you got to. They don't understand why you keep saying that. Okay, white people had boots with straps. They pulled their bootstraps on. Mm-mm. We didn't have the boots to pull straps up on. Exactly. Understand, we coming from behind. And Go look ahead. how far we we have come with no boots. See and see, and I and I don't want you to get tied up. I don't want you to get too caught up into the uh, in, into the fact that yeah, we this and we got like you say, we got our Oprahs and our Tyler mm-hmm. Perrys and mm-hmm. and and all these rich motherfuckers, uh, Robert Smiths and all these motherfuckers with money. That's only a motherfucking. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, that's Treat. just a few that's just of the a people that they teeny, acknowledge. Teeny yeah. weeny piece <laughs> of the fucking pie. Yeah. That's not all of us. We're talking about, generally speaking, everybody. We want to include everybody. Okay? And again, I know you can't hand a reparations check to everybody. Yeah. I know that. But there are ways, there are ways to compensate for what our ancestors have been through. Correct, correct. I see, that's another uh, podcast episode that we can talk about uh, the reasoning behind why not every single person, every single person is not equipped to handle lump sums of money at one time, mm-hmm. but land, opportunity, schooling, it's a whole lot of other different avenues that they're not even trying to hear. See, that's the problem. White people trying to tell us, oh, it's not like yesteryear. Uh, uh, let's, let's only look at today and go forward. We can't look at today and go forward until you understand what has take happened. Accountability. Take accountability yeah. for that shit, right? And then pay us for that shit. It's only fair. You've done it for other cultures, and you need to do it for the black culture. But it can't be one, two, three, four of us saying it. I and wrote they got, something down. I'm sorry. I wrote something down that was pertinent. 
Mm-hmm. You got to check. Okay, you can't win against your opponent if you're mm-hmm. scared of your opponent. If you're mm-hmm. scared that this team is bigger and better and stronger, you already dead in the water. You see what I'm saying? You can't mm-hmm. be scared. Black people have a natural fear of the white man, and it's because of how we were done. That's why you have to start back to where it all started from. When y'all brought us over here, right? You brought us over here and fucked us over. And now you're too shame about yesteryear and then want us to just keep our... And a lot of black people are willing to do that. Yeah. A lot of black people like dumbass, ignorant ass, ugly ass Tim Scott... <laughs> that fucking minstrel show oh he put God. on last week for Trump. See, you got niggas like that, that they're okay because they've been through whatever they've been through and however they got it, whatever their life has turned and, 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 and twisted and turned and, and brought them. And they feel like they got they in a, a, a better situation than most people in their culture mm-hmm. or their culture, race yeah. or whatever. So fuck y'all. It's a lot of them fuck yous in the thing. That's the problem that we have as a people. It's too many of y'all motherfuckers saying fuck us. And guess what? We're never going to get anywhere. Because you got to challenge these fucking white folk. When I say these white folk, the motherfuckers that's in power. Because they're going to, as long as they got power and you have none, we're going to always be in this type of situation. Mm -hmm. They're never going to respect us. They're never going to give a fuck about us because nobody is challenging these motherfuckers. You got Tim Scott, you got Candace Owens, you got, now you got Snoop Dogg, motherfuckers that are turncoats on their people. All these celebrities, we talk about this every week, all these celebrities with money, yeah, they got money so they can talk shit. But guarantee you that they're not for the people. They're for themselves. Mm -hmm. They're selfish as fuck. It's all about what they got in their family. Just like that shit Steve Harvey told Monique. Hey, I got to make sure my family's straight. He would not help Monique. He was too selfish to put in and speak and challenge Tyler Perry and Oprah Winfrey for Monique because this nigga was scared he was finna lose his money, his bag. I got a family to think about. Mm. No, motherfucker, you got a nation to think about. Because until all of us on level playing field, we all lose. Sign up for niggas. We oh, sure. all lose. You got to be able to challenge your opponent. And those white fuckers are our opponents. That's what they are. It sounds bad. I know it sounds bad. Because, Mm -hmm. like I said, you can't say all. You got some white people, just like you got some black people that's trying to push us forward. You got some white people that know the fuck shit they people did, and they trying to uh, make amends. But that's not the fucking entirety. They don't move the needle, just like black people. We don't move the needle with one or two of us talking shit. Dr. Umar Johnson, I got to give the man credit. He ain't afraid mm-hmm. to call a spade a spade. I'm not afraid to call a spade a spade. Roland Martin is not afraid to call afraid a spade a spade. 
It's only a few of us. And Stephen, God bless Stephen the dead. Smith. God bless the dead. Rest mm-hmm. in peace. The Black Eagle, Joe Madison. I'm going to talk mm. about him later in the podcast. He died yesterday or the day before. Mm. I'm sorry. I think it was Friday. Was it Friday evening? We Saturday. I can't. I keep getting it confused. But anyway, he just passed. He was not afraid. Mm-hmm. To call a spade a spade, but that's only a few of us. Malcolm, yeah. uh, Martin Luther King, they killed them for the very mm-hmm. shit that we're trying to do, and which is speak for everyone. But guess what? We need everyone else that we're speaking for to join in and understand yeah. our plight and what we're trying to do. Now, if y'all happy with staying the fuck how we are, because guess what? Society is only getting more fucked. Look at our kids. Look at these young rappers and young R&B artists. They are worthless. They running around here for a dollar doing dumb shit, saying dumb shit, demeaning themselves, demeaning our race. It's a fucking mess. Embarrassing us. Embarrassing the fuck out of us. And white folk are paying them. Hell yeah. And they're happy with being paid. We're going to talk about Snoop Dogg in a minute. Okay? In the next segment. How he's all about the motherfucking dollar. He's a fucking hypocrite. And trust me, I was a Snoop Dogg fan. The motherfucker can rap his ass off. Right. I love me some Snoop Dogg music. But guess what? He's a fucking hypocrite. And I'm fucking disappointed at his ass. Because just because you got money don't mean you fucking turn your back on your people that don't have money. Or you're going to keep being a victim. The same motherfuckers that you're running against instead of educating them going to be the same motherfuckers to take your ass or somebody you love out. Because you didn't have time to reach back and try to help pull them up. You can't do shit like what you just... Well, we'll talk about it in the next segment. I'm not going to even go mm-hmm, into that right now because mm-hmm. I got something to say about his silly ass. But <laughs> I just wanted to uh, concentrate a little bit on our history, a, a piece of our history that white people want to sweep under the rug. Them breeding plantations with some fuck shit. Now, the next clip I'm going to play is pointing out the racism. Now, we mm-hmm. know from whence we've came. I just, mm-hmm. I just showed you just a little tidbit of what we came from. Now, let's talk about how white people uh, uh, are oblivious or the shit they're trying to tell us. Um, you've come a long way. Um, we, we don't do that. Uh, why are you mad with us? Those were we didn't do that to y'all. Our people did all that type shit. But yet, we're still struggling. They're still holding all the cards. Let me play this clip, and we'll go from there. White people think they're better than black people, and they want to oppress us, and they want us to allow ourselves to be oppressed. This is the big, I agree with you uh, perfectly. This is the basic problem. Then what do you that white people uh, think they're better than that I can others. Do. I can't solve the problem. You guys pull the strings at closed schools. You guys draw the boundaries that keep our kids restricted to the ghetto. 
You guys write up the restrictive covenants that keep us out of houses. So it's up to you to talk to your brothers and your sisters and persuade them that they have a responsibility. We've assumed ours for over 400 years, and we're tired of this kind of stuff now. We're not going to suffer patiently anymore. No more turning the other cheek. No more blessing our enemies. No more praying for those who despitefully use us. We're going to show you that we've learned the lessons you've taught us. We've studied your history, and you did not take over this country by singing, We Shall Overcome. You did not gain control of the world like you have it now by dealing fairly with a man and keeping your word. You're treaty breakers, you're liars, you're thieves, you rape entire continents and races of people. Then you wonder why these very people don't have any confidence or trust in you. Your religion means nothing. Your law is a farce and we see it every day. You demonstrated it in Alabama. And I can say you because you're part of the whole system. You profit from it. In fact, you make your living from it. You couldn't walk around and talk to people, stand up in your pulpit on Sunday and preach nice little songs and say, now we're going to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and old Jesus be among us. As far as we're concerned, your Jesus is contaminated, just like everything else you've tried to force upon us is contaminated. Mm-hmm. Well, so you uh, can have him. You hear that? Mm-hmm. White people have profited and, have, and, uh, and is now making a fucking living off of it. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. You see what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. miss me with the, why are we so fucking angry? If you listen to that clip, they control everything, every aspect of society. That's how, and and, and it's, it's like a stroke of genius almost. Because, I'm really at this point in my life at 50-something years old trying to understand how the fuck are we going to reverse this shit? I don't think it can be reversed. I really feel and sometimes I be feeling like we're too far gone as a people to ever turn back. So it's a stroke of genius. What these crackers have done is genius because they figured out a way to fuck a whole race. Mm, I'm not mm, going to mm, call mm. that genius. I'm going to just call it straight evil. It oh, is evil. Evil. It is evil. Mm-hmm. Like and that. when I say that, it, it, it's not a badge of honor. It's not me giving them props. What I'm saying is, when, uh, 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 to even think of this shit. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> yeah. what would, but evil. Evil would be the perfect word. That would probably mm-hmm. be the best word Wicked. to use for this. Wicked, yep. evil, nasty. All of us the same, yes. They've managed to get away with this get shit. With it this worked. Shit. It fucking worked. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you got a plan or a plot and, and it, realizes itself till its full potential to where there's no turning back for the other party. It's like a stroke of genius who fucking thinks of this and it works. Right. And, and, and that's it. Like there's nothing can be done to reverse it. Like imagine there's no way I got a pot full of gold and it's a fortress around this pot of gold that no man can ever take mm-hmm. from you. That's mm-hmm. what this situation that was created by the white man, these fucking white colonizers, 
right? That's what this has done. And I'm so glad that we're actually talking about or have a podcast episode that's almost encompasses racism and black history because it needs to be said. Y'all need to think about this shit. I don't know whether or not in another lifetime, maybe God got some plans for us in the in another lifetime, in a whole nother realm. Oh, because yeah. this fucking lifetime, them colonizers did they goddamn thing. They fucking did some sh- extraordinary shit that can possibly never be erased or turned around. Well, let me go back. When I say erase, you damn right. You can never erase that shit, damn y'all. Right. It's done. It's done. It's burned. It's fucking woven in the fucking fibers and the fabric of this nation. So you're right. It can't be erased. But think about this. Because of what they've done, the mental part of it, y'all, because that's why we can't go no further. The mental part that they have seen to master is to take the mind of these people and forever fuck them. The mm. mindset is fucked. Black people are fucked. They rewrote their whole history. They, they, they changed it. it it's, it's crazy. Trying to erase it, And yeah. again, it's not props because that's some fucked shit. But the bottom line is it worked. And it worked. I can't seem... Again, maybe not in my lifetime, y'all, because I'm halfway out of this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Okay? So maybe not in my lifetime. But in this lifetime, I, I don't see it. Because it's not that many of us with the motherfucking balls and the guts to stand before our opponent and say, <laughs> man, see, it's And they got the audacity. I'm going to say this, too. Mm, and they got the audacity to get mad at us when we say black lives matter. That was a challenge. And it, like, they challenged us on that as well, That which is fucked up. When I hear this song, y'all, this song, I love this song. And, and, and as a kid listening to this song, when I say a kid, we're talking about in the 70s. When I heard this, I believed that a change was going to come. I really believed that shit. Mm-hmm. Because, good, we was just coming out of Jim Crow, coming out of that situation. Like I said, my parents had good jobs. My dad did just come out of the service. Um, they, they, you know, we had a house. They had a Cadillac. Like, the 70s, I was in private Catholic school. Like, I really thought that a change was coming based off of everything that I was learning at the time. Right? But now, as I progress and and, and grow, and now we're here, I don't see, with with the way things are going, right now, I don't see it changing. (laughs) I wanted to change. Don't get me wrong. I'm not being negative. Right. And trust me, I've kept hope alive. Okay? I have. 
But I'm a realist at the end of the fucking day. And I don't want to go into the mode where it's all about me and my family because it's not about just me and my family because what goes on in society with the black minds around us affects my family. See, mm-hmm. because y'all don't beat certain black people down, kept certain black people weak, they out here killing and stealing and doing dumb shit that affects my family. Hell, it affects your family too. You all have done this. You all have single-handedly fucked over a nation of people, a whole group of people. I know you did it to the Indians. We talked about that last week. We know what they've done, but I'm talking about black Americans that were brought over here on chains. See, yeah, I got my own argument with the Indians, and it's easy for me to sit up and say it, too, at this point because I know as a person how I felt to hear about slavery, about how the crackers was treating our people. I was, me and my husband was just talking about that a couple of days ago. It couldn't have been us. We were born in the right time because if I was born back there, I would have been, I would have been home. Oh boy. They would have had to grab <laughs> me because I, I would have fucking took so many motherfuckers out. I'm not going to have, I just don't have that type of mentality to let a motherfucker handle me. Just like when them Indians, when they, uh, 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 well, well, this is their land. They let them crackers come over here and take their fucking land. Now, it was a lot of them motherfuckers. I want to say it was a lot of them. I don't want to say that they just came over here and outsmarted the Indians and took their shit. I want to say it was a lot. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that it was so many of the motherfuckers that, that, that settled over here in America and straight ganked them motherfuckers. I'm, I'm going to give them that. But that's really not my plight at this moment. I'm talking about the us who were brought over here in chains unwillingly and left to fucking shambles. Right? Fucking atrocities. Do you know how many people came over on a slave ship that didn't make it? Shitting on themselves, <laughs> pissing on themselves, jumping aboard. Jumping yeah. aboard. They rather die. You, if you got yep. a thousand slaves on the ship, by the time they got here, it might have been fifty or seventy. That's how bad was, it was. Yeah, they was in fetuses, it was, piled up. Yeah, it was women that were killing their babies mm-hmm. because they didn't want their babies to suffer because they mm-hmm. knew what the fuck was coming. Absolutely. You know, and maybe they have a better life in another lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how that shit work. I'm not going to go that deep. But I'm just saying, I don't want to hear shit from no fucking white folk. I don't want to hear them tell me shit, but where's my shit? I want y'all to do better <laughs> by us. I want my motherfucking reparations. reparations I don't want yes. no fucking taxes. I want some fucking land. I want what I... You what know what old. the fuck... Give it back. You yeah. owe us. Yep. So I don't want to hear shit out of none of y'all mouths about... Because like I said, they're living and profiting off of everything they've done. So of course they can sit back and, well, let's do this and let's do that and let's try this and, well, let's hold them at bay and or like they really doing, fuck them, fuck them, we ain't doing shit. I ain't listening at that bill. What's your boy? Your boy got a bill. Let me uh talk about that right quick. I'm about to jump. I'm about to jump. Hold mm-hmm. on. What is this dude name? 
New York Representative Jamal Bowman, okay? Um, New York Rep. Jamal Bowman is supporting a House Resolution 414, which proposes a one-time payment of $333,000 to every black American as reparations for slavery, totaling $14 trillion. The bill, co-sponsored by Bowman and eight others, asserts a moral and legal obligation for the U.S. government to compensate descendants of enslaved people for centuries of forced labor. Now, Bowman suggests, a Bowman, I'm sorry, suggests distributing the reparations over time, drawing parallels to government spending during the COVID pandemic. Although the bill, and this is the key to it, the bill lacks, see, all that good talking about what we deserve and what we need and what we owe and what they're morally and legally obligated to give us, the bill is currently lacking support in the Senate. You see why I say every week the power is in Congress. See, I don't give a fuck about this shit about Biden and Trump and Haley and all the rest of these ignorant motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck. The power is in Congress. Right now, Congress, okay, them nasty ass motherfuckers in Congress is looking at this fucking $14 trillion reparations bill and saying, fuck them niggas. That's what the fuck is happening. That's why if we were a part of Congress, if more of blacks, more people like me and Dr. Uma and anybody else that give a fuck about us as a people was in Congress, we'll be straight. But they'll never hmm. let us in. It'll take too long because nah. we'll push the paperwork back and say, but what about a million? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Okay. That's Tax free. What, and that's why I say... As it, it, uh, you think about the mentality. It's a lot. It's 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 too far gone for a lot of a lot of us. A lot of us is too far gone. Like it's like there's no repair. It's like you can't teach your old dog new tricks. It's like when you become uh, the stuff that we say about our older parents and people that's old and stuck in their ways. When they get a certain mindset and they stuck, you can't fucking change it. And that's what that is. What has happened? To a lot of black folk, you're stuck, and you're not. You don't give a fuck about other people. That's nope. why you got your Oprahs and your Snoop Dogs and your Steve Harveys and all these motherfuckers. They got all this money and don't do shit for nobody. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that shit. And and if it's gonna be like this, and if y'all gonna uphold these people because they're rich, you're poor now. But they're rich, and you're not going to hold their feet to the fire, or you're not going to demand or challenge the status quo. Then, like I said, y'all, there's no hope. Ain't no hope for us. It's we're fucked, hmm. and we ain't even got to uh uh um the 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 pri the prison complex, yep. the system. You know, the system of slavery, how they fucking put our black men and women. And I ain't going to say um, 
some of these people that's locked up are not deserving to be locked up, but it's a lot of motherfuckers that's locked up that don't deserve to be there, but because they ain't have no money, because they ain't have no, no support, yeah. because nobody came and, and had their back in a time of need, that nobody paid any attention to look at all the fucking facts of the case, they're in there for no fucking reason. You know why? Hmm. Because they need more, they need prisoners to do the dirty work. Then they're working for fucking cha chicken change. That's their form of slavery. That's another form of slavery. But we're not going to talk about that because, like I said, there's so many different levels to this shit that we're entangled in. Talk about a fucking entanglement. We're in a fucking entanglement. We gotta <laughs> definitely we gotta, that. We gotta lock up all these drug dealers. Well, you know, you gotta get the kingpins because they're the smartest guys in the in in the in the ghetto running drug rings like billion dollar Forbes Forbes five hundred company. Um, yep. So we gotta lock them up. They ain't did no violent crime. They just sold drugs and empired off of that shit. We can't have we can't have these black masterminds running mm -hmm. around. They'll take yeah, over. Sure That's what the fuck they over. are. Like they were doing when never back in slavery and they didn't, times when they didn't want black folks to read. Y'all think Same about it. Same thing, they, no power. They don't want right. you have no they power. Want no education, be, no nothing. They want Tim Scotts. Mm -hmm. They want dumb oh, niggas. Oh, yeah, they want Candace. They don't want the smart niggas. See, Ooh. that's the problem. Too many black people is happy with being a dumb nigga. And hmm. white people love that shit. They as long as you shit. play the role as the dumb nigga, we will allow you in our spaces. We'll allow you certain liberties. But if you're too fucking smart, or if you talk too much, hmm. or if you start to influence too many, you got to go. Oh, we got to get rid of your ass. You got to go. That's why Malcolm That's why ain't here right with now. Martin and, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same yeah. with Ma same with Martin. Malcolm X he and tried. Martin. Yeah. He yeah. tried. I give him a motherfucking A for effort. But Malcolm was the one. I always say Malcolm was way smarter than Martin because you know what? He wasn't oh, scared. Yeah. He wasn't trying to appease. See, that we got too many appeasers. Hmm. But hmm. see, you can't be nice. Just like I be mad when I be t when I hear Kamala and Joe Biden mm -hmm. or or um uh, Nancy Pelosi, any of them saying. Uh, bipartisan. Why the fuck hmm. you trying to be so motherfucking bipartisan when the motherfucking Republicans would not return the favor? They won't, and they won't. If it was up to them, they'll be like, "Fuck them, them. We ain't doing shit. Fuck them." See, that's that's one reason why I will give a Republican props because hmm. the motherfuckers stick to their fucking guns. They not finna play with your ass. They said no. They mean no. Mm -hmm. When they say fuck you, they mean fuck you. Fuck you. Just because you're nice to me, I ain't going to be nice to you because I'm going to be me no matter what. That's what I like about them motherfuckers. What your girl Jasmine say, we don't brag enough, Biden don't brag enough. Yeah, he yeah. don't talk about, about the what shit he's they done, need to brag about. About what he's done. And, and, then, and then that's what the Republicans do, too, because... The uh, the Democrats will say, "Oh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this," and nah, then the please. Republicans will say, "No, you ain't." And but <laughs> yep. but but then when the power is reversed, the Republicans say, "Well, we're gonna do that." Well, you said we couldn't do it, and then they mm -hmm. move the goalposts. Yeah, no, we're yeah. gonna do it. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, because nobody, and that's what I'm saying, you will never win against your opponent if you scared of them. 
if you uh, 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 give them the benefit of the doubt. Being nice. Being nice. It ain't no such thing as being nice when you're when you, when nice when you come in a competition or when you're trying to win or get ahead. You got to step on some shit. Michael Jordan never helped up his foe. Yeah, why the fuck I look like if he I'm trying to beat somebody, your ass? Stay your ass there, motherfucker. Get he, up your goddamn self. <laughs> if he dunk on somebody, he don't help <clears> him up. Damn sure didn't. And then help him up if he if he jumped on that and they fell. That's it, buddy. Yeah, he keep, keep moving. moving. And that's what the Democrats don't do. Dominate. That's what they don't do to the Republicans. They don't treat the Republicans in that way, and that's a problem. We got too many problems, y'all. And I'm trying to say today, I don't see a turnaround. I don't, not in my lifetime. Nah, I don't, and, and I'm scared for my 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 grands and great grands younger generation lifetime. Yeah. But but in our lifetime, y'all, I don't see the shit. Now, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to keep that shit 100. Now. I'm going to play this last clip. Sister Soldier. A lot of people don't talk about Sister Soldier no more, but the girl was bad to fucking death. The girl was before her motherfucking time, and -hmm. nobody was listening. They heard her, but they weren't listening. But the shit that she said is pertinent even today. And, And I get this a lot. Reverse racism. I know y all hear that shit a lot. And I'm here to tell y'all, reverse racism is real. Mm. But and I'm gonna play this clip, and I'm gonna let her, I'm gonna let her speak, and then we're gonna come behind it, and then we're gonna tie some stuff into it. Sister, did you also say to the Washington Post, I want to get this correct, I don't think that anything we can do to white people would ever equal what they've done to us. I really don't. White people are born guilty and there is no redeemer. Oh, I absolutely said that. What do you mean by born guilty? What I mean is this, that in America, white children are raised to be white supremacists, meaning to believe that they are superior. And as they are raised, they're integrated into a system of power that protects their alleged superiority. We as African people have never enslaved and captured European people, taken them from their land, raped their women, changed their culture, suppressed their ability to be educated, and do all of the wicked things that white America has done to African people. Therefore, there is no such thing in my mind as reverse racism, because reverse racism would imply that we had in some way even the skills, and certainly as African people, you know, we have not done that. Do you know any white Americans who resisted that education and went the other way? Resisted what education? The education to grow up superior. It depends on what you say as went the other way. Fought for equal rights, got involved in the civil rights movement, put their life on the lines as young men did in Mississippi and Alabama in the civil rights movement. You I don't think whites did that? I think that there are white people who have made ostensible moves towards addressing this system, but I think when we get down to the fundamental issues of power, meaning not the question of whether blacks and whites can go to restaurants together, or whether Africans and Europeans can marry one another, not the ostensible questions, but when it comes down to the question of power, white people, European people in this country have not served us. Well, we'll be- period. Hmm. Period. Damn. You evil. You ain't doing enough. Inhumane. <laughs> immoral motherfuckers. 
sit y'all wicked asses up and try to act as though we're the problem? Like, hmm. we should be? Come on, man. I can't. You know what I, you know I, what I like what she man. said? You know what I love what she says? Um, for all you crackers that like to say go back to Africa, she say your opinions in this mm-hmm. country. Right. About them European, yeah. See, in this country. That's a whole nother it, podcast episode because y'all you know, know how I feel about that shit. Y'all motherfuckers, I be, I wait for a cracker to tell me to go back to Africa. Don't worry about it. Oh my We're gonna God. put them Alabama motherfuckers on their ass. <laughs> y'all remember that ass whipping. Don't worry that's about it. We're gonna call whipping. Alabama. That's why looking at that ass, those ass whippings was Don't so play with me. You yeah. better find you a goddamn toy. Yeah, okay. yeah, that, y'all, yeah. We're going to call Susie. Alabama because them niggas going to whip y'all motherfucking ass. Keep it up. Yeah. These motherfuckers is crazy. <laughs> These motherfuckers is crazy as they reap yeah. the benefits. Right? Right. And they still teaching their kids that right. She's so like even that's back then until now. They they do. They still teaching their children how to hate black folks. Yeah. And how to you know what I'm that saying? They're superiors. That they're yes. better than what the action show. Look yeah. at what they're doing around the world. That's still. what they These do. Karens and shit. And you know that kids when they're young, they're impressionable. They soak up like yep. a sponge. They soak up shit. So it's yeah. like when they get here, they're very innocent. So they're not born evil. They are fucking conditioned to Learned be that behavior. way. Yeah, they teaching them that shit. Right? And then, uh, and, and, and it's so like, they so fucking passive aggressive. Right. It's like, they sit around. Think they right. And think that, oh, well, you know, it, it's like, they don't, <laughs> oh, it makes me mad when I think Just about it. Just like that it. kid in, uh, that did that shit in middle school when he jumped on that black girl. Right. Same shit. That's yeah. the same shit. That motherfucker was taught. That young boy thought he was doing something right. He was conditioned to be that right. way. In right. In his mind, he's superior to this black bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they, And that's some sad shit. That's why I say, y'all, I think it, I think we're too far gone. And it's <laughs> sad, that I, but I'm going to come out with the real shit. The real shit go. is Fuck it. we're fucked. We're fucked. If y'all continue, because like I said, we can't do this shit alone. Mm-mm. We're just a podcast. And just like Dr. Umar, he's just one person. As a matter of fact, he's the only person. He's the only person that's really that, standing that's up like that. actually in the public eye real heavy that everybody knows. But see, I told y'all, with, 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 with Dr. Umar, some days he on the fucking money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he be saying some crazy shit because I don't get down <laughs> with all that, why, all them wives and, and mm-hmm. all these. Yeah, I don't get down in all that multiple shit that that sharing shit and you a king and, and my queen got to be. Black folks, but as far it. as yeah, his overall when he speak about and it's not just what he speak about. Also, y'all, you got to think about. There's yeah. no fear. There's yes, no fear yes. in this man's voice. Now realize they don't fuck with him either. Damn sure don't. See, Period. because he has no fear. That's what y'all got to get into your head. Once you know, you know your opponent. It's different when you get into a game with a team mm-hmm. and you don't know nothing about your, your the other team, the opponent. Y'all yep. know every fucking thing y'all need to know about your fucking opponent, and you won't play the game. You're fucking dead in the water. Fox News scared of them. Right. Scared. They don't, none of them will debate his ass. None of them. They don't, don't want your children to listen to Dr. Umar. Mm-hmm. They don't want that shit. 
That's why they're trying to hide shit. And like I told y'all in the, the beginning of this podcast, it's so much shit that we're learning now as adults. Crazy. And 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 and, and now, granted, the stuff that's in the books we've already been taught, and that's not enough. Because how the, the fuck stuff, you fear, man? Are you serious? They're conditioned. They're Dumbass. conditioned. Blacks are conditioned. The white man yep. has successfully yeah. conditioned black folk to be how they are right now. And it's sad. You know what they and, tell, um, you know what they tell when they gentrify cities like DC and Brooklyn and stuff like that. You know what you know what these crackers do when they come to the town? I'm what? gonna call the police. Oh wow. That's that's what they do because they know that oh black people, they fear police. No, we don't fear them. We no. don't like them. And they're not fair. Yep, yep. They're yep, not, they're fair. not fair. They're basically Justice, no. white supremacists in blue uniforms. Blue now, uniforms, not yeah. all of them, no, but there's a right. lot of them. And we've seen it. So I don't want to hear that shit about, oh, all oh, the police, police. Fuck that. Because they're not all created equal. Hmm. And you know who the fuck I'm talking about. Even black men on, he, on yeah. police forces, right. they, know, they know who the fucking nasty-ass cops are. They know who the race... Hell, black police officers experience racism within the police department. But, yes, they do. But guess and again, worldwide. they don't have the balls, right? Because <laughs> they don't want to lose their job, or they don't want to get yep. this, or they don't want to get this. Everybody's so fucking scared. scared. And that's why I said it's almost like fucking genius. These motherfuckers have found the fucking magic Away. potion yeah. the, they, they create and they don't took that magic potion and that shit has been eviscerated that shit gone it'll never be redone again they've done it they did it that one time they brought a bunch of niggas over here and fucking locked the shit down we're fucked we're too far gone cause nobody has the fucking balls, balls. Yeah. to deal with their opponents the white man, the white power structure. Do y'all understand that racism is a power structure? Hmm. That is the ultimate power structure. structure. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And they have perfected that shit. Oh, say it again. So I can oh, yeah. Nah. You paused it? No, nah, I was saying I got to hit that thing again. Go ahead. Oh, when I said what about the racism, racism is, the is, is a power structure. <laughs> and not only the racism it is, it's a hey. the ultimate power structure. That is. <laughs> you crazy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> crazy. Hey. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Okay. All right. So look, man. So, um. The next part of this, y'all, because I'm gonna tell you, I can go on for days with this bullshit, oh, man, yeah. because it's so much, and and I and, and and this is the right time, you know, it's Black History yeah. Month. People been conditioned to 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 learn more, to read more, to get more mm -hmm. involved during the month of February. So I want to spit this since y'all are all conditioned that Black History Month is the month, the whole month of February. The shortest month of the year. The shortest year. Okay. They, they ain't even give us a whole thirty-one days to celebrate. He's <laughs> put in the summertime. Damn. L look, look. This year is leap year. It, it was an extra week. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, extra, one extra day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From 28 to 29. We get one more day. Ooh. Right. <laughs> and listen to this, y'all. Target is in the news. Target Ooh, yeah. is in the news. A rep for Target tells TMZ. Okay, because this is where I got the article yeah. from. We will no longer be selling this product or 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 this product in stores or online. Now, what happened was, let me give y'all a little back back history. 
it's a book in Target that talks about the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. And inside the book, they have all these pictures and stories of all these great black people and everything that these black people did. Why the names don't match the faces? I saw that. <laughs> I Ain't saw that. Shit. So now Y'all tried it. <laughs> we're we've here you go. We've also ensured that the products publisher is aware of the errors. That motherfucker knew what they was doing. You big dummy. Who the fuck writes a book yep. and don't get a motherfucking editor to edit the goddamn book? Come on, man. Thought nobody was gonna find see that shit. And that's bad enough. We already got the little shit out in the in the thing with that all white people think black people look alike, but this is fucking ridiculous. That's part of erasing history. <laughs> that's that's another. That, that's part all they trying to do is erase. They say erase history, didn't it? Minimize. Yep, yep, erase. Yep. Do away with. However you want to yep. fucking uh 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 call it. You know what I'm saying? So it says, um, all right. It says Target's under fire for selling Black History Month material in their stores with factually incorrect info, namely gross mislabeling historic Black Americans. The ill-timed snafu was pointed out by a TikToker who posted a now viral video of what she says she found in Target. Right? Um, in the clip, it shows. The magnet style learning activity book called Silver Rights. It comes from a children's product retailer called Bendon or Bendon. Um, but this user is mad at Target for hawking these books, which has, which says, which she says have names of prominent black figures mismatched with their photos. You disrespectful motherfuckers. Now mm-hmm. they've yet to say if this person who wrote this book was white, but I bet you they white. I know it ain't no nigga did no dumb shit like this. I bet you that shit was done purposely. And that, and, 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 and and you know they already banned all that shit in Florida. And that give Florida more reason to say that's why you don't need to be going into the black agenda and black ideologies and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah, and, cause yeah, and better believe D. Satan and the rest of his cronies is laughing at this shit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fun. or thinking that this shit is funny. This shit is not fucking that funny. That shit is not so funny. That's why we threw it out. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, and the shit, that, and it's funny because look at the timing of they trying. That's why I know it's some extra shit that is because why yeah. the timing of it is right here at Black History Month. Black History Month, right? right? Ain't that some shit? Like we stupid. What a coincidence! I hate these motherfuckers, man. That's what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> let me go back to let me go back before we get too far. That was just one thing mm-hmm. I wanted to point out about this racist bullshit um, that we have to deal with. But let me tell y'all about another. Little known black history fact. Okay. Did you all know that black people were still enslaved as late as the 1960s? Yeah. Did did y'all know that? Oh, my goodness. I got to give a shout out to this um, company, Black History Unlocked. Black History 365. This is where I'm quoting their material, okay? This is where I got it from in case y'all want to go and research and read more for yourself. But they have a lot of little known. 
black history facts. Because, yeah, all the fun shit about who created and who did this and who did that and wasn't properly compensated, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Okay? What I give a fuck about is, is shit like this. Now, it says, the truth was revealed by historian and genealogist Antoine Harrell. Harrell talked about this truth in detail during a 2018 story by Vice, where she uncovered the stories of enslaved people in southern states like Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas, and Florida over 100 years after the Emancipation Proclamation. Now, remember that movie you had me watch, Key, Alice? Yes, This I shit do. reminded me of Alice. Yeah, 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 now, me too. Yeah. probably... That's got probably where they this, get the got this shit from. from. Yeah. Right, because as late as the 1960s, we're in the civil rights movement, but there's still they're people enslaved, enslaved yeah. down south. In them backwoods in fucking Louisiana. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Shit. And remember, y'all, I always tell y'all in podcast episodes, why are black people still in these states? Are you I'm kidding me? You. How the fuck are we this fucking, like the black, like the white people say, so far along? You're so far along from where y'all used to be, right? Oh, wow. But we still got people that were still enslaved in the 60s. Woo! All right, let me just read a little bit of this, y'all. Listen to this bullshit. Um, one way or another, they had become indebted to the plantation's, plantation's owner and were not allowed to leave the property. At the end of harvest, when they tried to settle up with the owner... They were always told they didn't make it into the black. So try again next year. So mm. with each passing year, the workers fell deeper and deeper in debt. Now, that's what we were talking about, uh, about the sharecroppers. Remember when we went to yeah. the museum and they, and they talk about the sharecroppers, mm -hmm. then they give them land and they couldn't make rent and they and, and they just dug themselves into a deeper yeah. hole and they was just still yeah, working. Yeah, playing games. The, yeah, that's Playing that games. Now, you think about all the prominent black people um, um, that have come across from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and up to now. You mean to tell me nobody, nobody could help rescue these motherfuckers in some way, shape, or form? Like, if we knew there were still enslaved people in the South, nobody can give them a helping hand? Or at least show them that, hey, it's life out here. Come over here with us. You're fine. Are you serious? No. What town? What laws? Who was the senator? Who was the mayor? Who was the governor of the state? You mean to tell me the governor of these states? No, no you gotta understand. Oh God, I gotta you, you gotta understand when you talking about <laughs> when you talking about the backwoods of Louisiana at that time. <sighs> In the Jim Crow area, mm -hmm. where they had those uh, those sundown yeah, laws, yeah, yeah. If a nigga get mm -hmm. caught, Green Book, yeah. If a nigga get caught in in the, in that town after dark, they you was gonna get killed. So they'll never got found out. Mm -hmm. God damn, they would never been found. Damn, right, All right. And they, cause they hide them niggas back up. They was hiding black folks, yeah. and they still in the sixties back in the woods and shit. Yeah. This deep says, in the woods. We ain't talking about just, you know, far along. Yeah, little, you go down on one little street and, you know, there it didn't know. Deep. This says, according to Harrell's narration, 
May and her family did not know what was happening mm-hmm. outside the land as they had no TV. Yeah. Her father tried, what he said, to flee the property, but was caught by another landowner who returned him to the farm where he had where he was brutally beaten right mm-hmm. in front of his mm-hmm. family. Yeah, that's Alex all day. Ain't that Alex like a motherfucker? That's like Alex it's, all day. They just use a woman shit, instead man. of the man. Y'all gotta mm-hmm. watch that shit. This yeah, says yep. May Miller, right? May Miller didn't get her freedom until 1963. Her father, Kane, Kane Wall, lost his land by signing a contract he couldn't read. Right. That enslaved his entire family. The family oh, wasn't man. permitted to leave the land, and the owners subjected them to beatings. May and her mother were most times raped simultaneously mm-hmm. aside each other by white men when they go to the main house to work. Jesus Christ. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And y'all think I'm finna sit Ooh. up in this motherfucker and worry about a crack of feelings? A, a crack of telling me how I should feel? This shit There's was happening no in the motherfucking 60s, goddammit. This lady did not get her freedom until 1963. Seven years before. That's crazy. Seven and eight years before we were born, We were born, man. yep. Damn, that's fucked up. Ain't that some fuck shit? But then you want to say how far we've become. Fuck you! It's only been 50, 60 years ago. But you ain't going to do that. You ain't going to talk about these Jews' history. And you know what's yeah, crazy? The, the thing that get me about the whole Jews thing, and I understand the Holocaust was a bad deal with Hitler and all that, but that mm-hmm. didn't happen here. They took us away from our land Brought us to another place and treat us like straight. Down. I ain't even gonna say dogs because they treat dogs better than they. Treat I'm telling dogs. you. I'm trying to tell I'm you. They treat you. animals better. They show the fuck do. So yeah. So <laughs> I don't. I don't give a fuck about nobody's plight. I can't even track my family history because mm-hmm. y'all motherfuckers then did us dirty. Yeah. I got family members where we can't even go and grab their birth certificates because they didn't even keep proper records back then. Like my grandmother Mm-mm. and grandfather left this earth not even knowing when their real fucking birthday year, a uh, birth year was. Mm-hmm. We had to guess that shit. Like right now, my grandmother, uh, she's still living one of my on my mother's side. She's mm-hmm. eighty nine um, this year. Okay, she's eighty nine this year. Um, if we tried, if she lost. Her driver's license or, um, in other words, she ain't got no way to identify herself. No, Allison just said that, yeah. She has no way to identify no identity. herself. Exactly. Damn. Now, we got a social security card and all of that stuff that, that she managed to get through the years or whatever. But her shit, we don't have a birth certificate. Or do we got a birth certificate and we wasn't sure of the year? I don't know, but it's all <laughs> fucked. I yeah, know that. Yeah, it's fucked, yeah. I can't go to motherfucking vital statistics and put her information down. They're going to be like, oh, what? we don't have this person this particular year. Because the mm, shit was mm, fucked. Mm, mm. It was fucked up back then, too. Women didn't have the rights, too, right? Mm-mm. Hell That's no. Why. That's why. No, I mean, none of them it's did, part to be of honest. It. Yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, let's oh, go, y'all. Let's, let's keep it moving. Um, I wanted to give a happy birthday. Um, I put up a post today for Rosa Parks. I wanted to speak mm-hmm. On Rosa Park. Her birthday is tomorrow. So um, let's give a um, 
Happy mm -hmm. birthday to Rosa Parks in advance. <laughs> now, I said on my Instagram post, I'm going to read it to y'all, just a little, the, the first part of it. When I was young and ignorant, I used to clown the acts of Rosa from that fateful day in 1955. Now that I'm older and wiser, I enter over and understand the symbolism and importance of that courageous moment in history. Now, I said I was going to explain myself. I said that in the post. I was going to explain why. Now, as a kid, again, black history, y'all. As a kid, I used to say, why the fuck she got up and moved? I wouldn't have did shit. Right? Like, <laughs> fuck them. I wouldn't have, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Now, we know she did that, but you know what piece of the information I didn't have or didn't understand as a kid? And it's funny, and I'm almost ashamed to say this shit. Mm. All this time, y'all, I really thought she was sitting in the white section of the bus mm -hmm. and the driver made her move. Mm-hmm. That's my dumbass fault, because I, I wasn't reading or paid any attention or cared to know, however you want to classify it. When you're young, you don't know and you don't give a fuck, okay? That's just me. Yeah, right, right. So now that I'm older, I'm reading and understanding and going through the plight and trying to understand certain shit, which I feel like at this point I'm kind of wasting my time a little bit because I feel like we're a lost cause a little bit. Why was Rosa Park already sitting in the black section of the bus. Did you know that, Key? Preach. No, you, I was ignorant then, too. I didn't know. I thought Rosa was sit, was tired. Like, my visual is Rosa getting right. on the bus. And, the first, the, of course, the front of the bus is where all the white people sit. So I felt like she was tired. She didn't mm. feel like walking all the way to the back. Right. right. So she just stopped wherever she felt like it and just sat in the white section. They made her ass get up. She wouldn't get up and they took her to jail. And boom, right. that was what I figured. Now, again, I am ashamed, but mm. I'm also a realist. I'm not perfect and I'm not getting on here trying to profess I'm perfect. Peach. I fucked up into thinking mm -hmm. that this lady was sitting on the white part of the bus, and I wouldn't have got up either. Fuck them, blah. I've been talking all this major shit. Come to find right. out, this lady was in the black section of the bus, and because the white section of the bus was fully taken Ooh. up by the white people, oh. it was full, right? Then they said, um, get, up. get up. Oh, hell no. Hell get no. it now. Woo. Get it. Woo. Get it. They, but they didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I, right, Girl. like, I thought she did the same exact no, thing, but no. it wasn't even that, it just the white part was filled, so she sat where she had to sit. She but sat in the black section, the first part of the black section, she, you know what I'm saying? So and, that means somebody wanted to get on the bus that was white, yep. and they didn't have nowhere to sit, so they, they wanted her to move the fuck out the way. Wanted and get her up. to go further wow. back in the back. Wow. Ain't that some I shit? wouldn't have moved either. Now, did you know that, G? You know it. He knew it. He knew it. I didn't know. I'm just saying I'm part of the population I, hey, that was ignorant. I, I, I mean, I was still saying Shut I would. to uh, D.C. public schools and I was young. Okay. Oh, well, okay, okay. You know, they're a little ahead of us. They're a little ahead of us. You know. Hey, you know, we from Florida. <laughs> they was a little ahead of us. Yeah, we, we was in Florida. Put your ass in Florida. 
See, DC, they don't even tolerate that shit back then, and they ain't gonna tolerate that shit now. So right. I get it. I really, and, and again, that was me. Worst school district in the in the world at the time, but they yeah. taught us black history and they taught it. Right. Uh, I mean, DC was Chocolate City too. So. Chocolate City, that's why I they mean, knew too. But you think about it though. It's 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 funny though, but again, yeah. and it might be some people, and guess what? It could be plenty but of people. But a lot of people don't know that but shit. But it's a lot though. of people that why But what I was finna say is it's a lot of people in Florida. That might know, but might have known that too. Yeah. I'm saying, but my dumb ass, right? I'm part of the fuckers that, <laughs> Me, that hey. didn't pay attention. Or you were so dumb. Angry. We weren't dumb. We just didn't. We was ignorant. We didn't pay attention. It's, it's to not it. that y'all didn't know. It's just you know, it's a lot of things. It's the way history, it was taught in too. Black history, they they don't teach details. Yes, yeah, right. they didn't do that here. They, it's the way it was I taught to us. I swear, I was not given the details. Like I said, unless I was that militant. And was screaming and hollering no, and not paying attention and not focusing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know mm-hmm. what it was, but I know I didn't realize but, it till later on. But in detail, on. they did. I don't really. I don't remember hearing that or seeing that, reading that when we were young. Though. I don't. Like she did. The, the, they she, made that shit seem like yeah, that they lady made it was seem tired. Like she was she in got the on the bus and sat where the fuck right. she wanted to sit. And she was in the. There you go. Right. No, they them crackers made this lady move at the, her. Mm. See, that was uh, reserved for blacks. God damn. Doing so wrong. these motherfuckers not only wanted you to sit in the back, bitch, move. Now I want you to move back That's further because I have to sit here. But no, they like that still today. you should have went and set your white sour cream ass Man. in the back. Or take your ass or wait for the next goddamn bus. There you go. Bitch. But they still like that today. The Karens remember the yeah, uh, remember entitled, the, the, the incident, right? When the girl was trying to deliver the Amazon packages. Yes, we so see it it's every the same day. shit. Yeah. It's a different scenario how it was done. White entitlement. Now y'all motherfuckers. Now let me tell you for all you white mm. motherfuckers that's listening to this shit and gonna sit up and act like I'm the fucking racist clown. No, you nah. are. Because if you can sit up and know that your fucking people did some shit like that and you defend that shit or try to say some passive aggressive bullshit or make excuses, fuck you. You all fucking day. fools. I got a new title for the name of your show. It's kind of long. Uh-oh. It's kind of long. <laughs> but it should be called Stop Being Ashamed and Make It Right. There you go. <laughs> that, okay. But guess what? But that, that's, that don't date, date, that's the uh-uh. moral to the story. That's right. the moral to this story. Right. <laughs> Stop being ashamed because guess what? We're going to keep telling y'all what the fuck you did to hurt my feelings. You stepped on my motherfucking feet and I'm going to tell you my fucking foot hurt. What are you going to do to help my feet not hurt, motherfucker? What are you going to do about it? That's all I want to know. If you stepped on my feet, acknowledge that you stepped on my feet. Say excuse me. And and do something about it. Give me a Band-Aid, motherfucker. (laughs) Give me a motherfucking foot rub, motherfucker. Give me some alcohol. Something. Excuse me. (laughs) Don't do nothing or then try to act like you ain't stepped on my motherfucking foot and you did, bitch. Bitch ass. <laughs> you forgot to say cracker at cracker the end of that ass. motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all know who the Jesus. folks you talking about. There it is. Let me give another shout out so we can keep it moving, y'all. Um, birthday shout out going up to Langston Hughes. Um, his birthday was on February 1st. He started the month off. While we're in this black history moment and section, I want to give it up to Langston Hughes. Those are the two. I got both of them featured on our Instagram and Facebook pages this week, y'all. Y'all go ahead and take a um, 
a quick read. Um, I also put up a poem, my favorite poem by Langston Hughes, uh, because I had to recite this poem. Um, Life for me ain't been no crystal stair. Oh, my God, I remember like it was yesterday um, for my little Black History Month program at school. So um, I did a, um, a homage to that also. Um, what we got now? Let's keep it moving. Um, I don't jumped all over the place. Oh, yeah. Since we still talking about black history, let's get into the coons. Oh, yes. Let's talk about the coons in the black community. When I say coons, you'll understand. The first story, Key, I'm going to let you ride with this Who one. Who you talking about? Miss Candace on to my Tweety Bird? That bitch. That big ass forehead. She in Come the on, news man. this week with more <sighs> garbage. You want to elaborate? To me, she was born a piece of shit, and she still is a piece of shit. Of course she is. Because the the, the statement that she made to me about women. Tell her uh, the whole statement. Tell tell, tell her. Okay. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, I'm getting to that. Pretty much, she said she wouldn't get on a plane. Well, I'll say this. If a woman was a pilot, she would not be feel safe being on that her plane. What did you say, nigga? <laughs> okay, That's and it, it's it's crazy that she say that, and she also because I say this: women equality. We came a long ways, and she basically was saying that women aren't qualified to be in a position where most, as we see. Men have, what am I trying to say? Well, let, um, me, let me let me help you out right quick. Let me help you out right quick. I know we y'all have heard us speak of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Right. So I think this is what she was trying to say. But see, I want to say it's more of the messenger. We already don't like this bitch because she's ignorant. And we know she's married to a white man. We know she's oh. for the white folk. You know she's being paid and backed by... Wait. Republicans, right? Yes. So we already know her background. So anything she say, we're going to just jump in and attack. But the point she was trying to make was with diversity, uh, equity, inclusion, it's almost like the affirmative action, right? It's like they feel people are being hired based off of their color and gender. Like most companies hire based on a quota. They got so many blacks. They got quota, hired. Yeah, yeah, so many yeah. uh, um, women. So many... Um, um, Asians or whatever, whatever you want to call Latino, it. Latino, all that. Yeah. Right. That's why it's called diversity. Diversity. Equity, meaning fair, and inclusion, meaning included. So she's basically saying that she questions when she see a woman. She questions when she see a black person. Person. And wonders if they were only hired because of that. Now, let me tell you why that's so Wait. fucked up. Damn, bitch. I want to eat her ass You up. can still eat her up. I'm just helping you out because I want <laughs> you to, you. I yeah, want you to go on, flow, on, flow on to this. Flow on to this. How dare this ugly bitch get her little weak Tweety Bird looking ass on TV, <laughs> right? Because oh she thinks she's fucking cute. Thinks she's white. Oh, and she thinks she's white. Girl, they don't like your ass. Oh, my they gosh. They don't fucking like they laughing at you. But let me, let me just try to stay on course, y'all, because I can rip her ass apart, too. But look. 
How the fuck you think, why the fuck? Now, I do understand affirmative action, and it makes it fair to give people opportunities, because, but they still have to be qualified at the end of the day, bitch. Exactly. That's my whole and they point did to Candace. That, they did, you trying yes. to sit up here and act like because they black or because they're a woman or they're a black woman or a black man, you need to question Motherfucker, ain't nobody going to put them motherfuckers in a plane, regardless of their color, if they are not qualified to fly the motherfucker. That's putting white people at, at risk, too, don't you think? So you think hey. that they would really put a nigga right. on there that wasn't qualified just because he black? Just no, you black, dumb yeah. bitch. That just shows you the level of dumb and stupid and ridiculous Candace she, Owens she is. Yeah. Well, even a white woman uh, said to her, stated to her, you wouldn't even get on my plane, not with that ignorant ass thinking, because I worked hard to get where I am. That's what I I'm saying. Just get she's insulting shit. white people as well. She's That's how dumb right. she is. She's so busy she trying degrade to women, degrade black people in general. Yeah. That she's so, that's why I said white uh, uh, white people too, people. they like to be so nasty when mm. they're attacking black people. They, 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 they lose all forms of sensibility and, rationa and rationale. They just say any fucking thing. They so evil, they don't, they ignorant. That's ignorance. Candace Owens is not worth the dog piss I won't step on in a D.C. city street. But what I was trying to say too about this, about the whole thing is, where do you think, what, what time are you living in? Women have the right to do just as well as a man does when it comes to a, a job. If she, if a woman is qualified to do it, she, she, and work hard for it. And that's the bottom she line. Can, she can have right. that position. Stop putting I don't give a fucking fuck color what it is. on anything. Color if the person is qualified, the qualified they qualified. You, Just like what they're talking about with this affirmative action, with this college interest shit. The bottom line is, if you a dumbass motherfucker with a 500 on your SAT scores, you can't get into Harvard. I don't give a fuck oh, what man. color you are. With you understand what I'm action. saying? With affirmative <laughs> action. Just because it's affirmative, affirmative action, I'm going to let you into my school because you black? No, motherfucker. Do y'all fail to realize is that these motherfuckers that's going to these harvests and shit, them motherfuckers is smart. The, 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 they smart and black, and you need to give them an opportunity. If you get, if you Somebody gave her one. Okay. That's, the that's the point that I... You got one. Affirmative action is for if a black person has a perfect... SAT score and has a 4.9 GPA that gives them the opportunity to come because if they didn't have affirmative action, students like that of any color, uh, any background, was still not getting into these colleges. Yeah, because that's the only reason it was there. And for uh, as far as your girl Candace Owens. The only time you worried about your palate is if that motherfucker's on there with his shirt wide open, loud, smelling like alcohol. <laughs> right. That's when you worry. And uh, uh, notice he's impaired, fucked up. Yeah. Some dumbass wouldn't even realize it because she's so busy looking nah. for niggas well, he a white and worrying man, about so he niggas. Should be all right. right. Or assuming right. because he's white, he's right. Yeah. She think they're supposed to be white and right. they're supposed to be uh, uh, most a uh, male. 
And all Come on, baby. When you think crashing planes baby. and shit, get the fuck out of here, you stupid he, bitch. She's a fucking coon all day long. She a real live coon. Matter of fact, head, get, let's gear up the clown dog. This shit Come needs on, to be man, individualized. Now. We individualizing the damn clown dogs this week. Candace <laughs> Owens, you are the motherfucking clown dog of the week. One of them, Ooh. bitch. Ooh. That bitch a clown every day. And that's what I, for, and I that's didn't what even I was, know. Like, oh god, that's what that I was saying, down. man. I'm saying like, shit, just be. It's so much the, the, the mentality of black folk because there's plenty Candace Owens out there. It's mm. plenty Tim Scotts out mm. there, and it's just sad because I say nobody, and ain't nobody really checking this bitch. What's the no, What's but the other, hell no. Nah. Other dude, the other black dude that uh, yeah. Stephen A. Smith them said something about her. Yeah, no, and Roland, yeah, yeah. Stephen A. Smith had. Yeah, and Rolling. What's the other? Oh, um, uh, um, um, Whitlock. Yeah, Whitlock. What's and name? Mr. Yeah. Roland did. He said something about it this way. Yeah, Whitlock is a female. Can is a male. Oh, yeah, like I said, they, really? they coming on forms. Yeah, yeah we oh, got wow. plenty. We got plenty yeah. black people, just yeah. like yeah. Jason Whitlock. Yeah, mm, that's it. Yeah, Jason Whitlock, motherfucking um, Candace Owens, Tim Scott. You got plenty of these it's so many of them Jesus. out here that's so fucking ignorant. They hate. They said they hate that they're black. They hate themselves. I yeah, wish they hate they black. we can put you in a fucking uh, container and taint y'all motherfucking skin white, so y'all can take y'all raggedy asses over there. Because for real, for real, you don't deserve this fucking melanin that's protecting your dumb asses. <laughs> you don't deserve the melanin. I, but you know God. what? I, like I, 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 like I said, told you today when we were had, we had a conversation. I didn't even know she was married to a white dude, but I get some. This, even though I don't care who you, what nationality you decide to marry, but still know who the fuck you are. Right. Know who you are. Stand on your people, regardless if you who who you with. <laughs> you actually acting as you, cause you, you married, oh God, you acting like a real white chick and you're, come on, baby, Man. get your fucking hair done. I hate watching her anyway. <laughs> her hair ain't never motherfucking done. She walk around like she a, a, a cracker. Bitch, you better perm that shit. Do something with that shit. That's cause she Bob used white girl products. Man, I can't. That, yeah, man. she using they product. She ain't even using black people. <laughs> that's why your hair look like that shit. And that's what I'm saying, man. Like I can't, man. Like this, this world we living in, y'all. Things got to change, man. And I always lead back to um, the voting process. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because we can't change the Jason Whitlocks and the. Uh, Candace Owens, like these people are conditioned. That's what I was talking about in the beginning. A lot of it's t- too far gone, mm-hmm. and delusion is the only word that I can come up with why they are the way they are. These people are delusional. The Candaces of the world, the mm-hmm. Jason Whitlocks yeah. of the world, um, the the MAGA supporters of the world. Could you think about it? Even when we talk about Trump every week, and we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about Trump every week because this shit is important for you to understand what we're against, what we're up against. Mm-hmm. Right now, we got to take each fight as they come. Now, unfortunately, with the Democratic Party, we have no other person running 
on the Democrat side. Right. Okay. But we need to concentrate, and it's sad, and I say this all the time, on the lesser of two evils. Yes, Joe Biden can be as evil as y'all want. I don't care. But Trump, only delusional people. Let me tell you the people that 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 rest on Trump. Delusional ass MAGA supporters, weak ass Republican senators and congressmen and people that just want to use his ass because they know they people, his followers are weak. So they try to stay on his good side so that they, his followers, vote for them because they're all Republican. See, they're a gang. They're, they're, to me, they're like a cult almost. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the third type of person are these stars, these, and I'm going to say black, the black stars, people with money, people in the entertainment industry, people that stand to gain from the policies of Republican order. Like, we talk about the taxes part because for real, for real at the end of the day, y'all, it's all about the money. It's all about the money. It, it tax breaks. You get certain tax breaks. You get to write off certain things in your business owners. I know because I am in that realm as well. The difference is I don't give a fuck. I'm at a point in my life and I'm glad that I'm, I'm, I, I thank God every night I go to sleep. I pray and I thank God for the many blessings that he's bestowed upon me and my family. Mm. I don't mm-hmm. take that shit for granted. That's why I kind of like put myself in the middle because I understand I got people in my family that are not fortunate. And 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 and, and it's a lot of people like that, like across mm-hmm. the world. Like this ain't just me talking about me and my family. It's plenty of people. Like everybody ain't rich. Mm-mm. Everybody don't have money. Everybody ain't in that tax bracket. So now you got the delusional niggas like Candace and Jasons. You got the white people that's their own interest. They got all the money anyway. They protecting their interests. You got the motherfucking congressmen and senators and house reps that's Republicans that need the voters of Trump. And then you got the entertainers that got money and, and, and businesses and need these write-offs and these tax breaks. These are the people that would follow Trump or any Republican, but Trump mainly because that's who we're talking about, into the gates of hell. All for the mighty dollar. All for the mighty dollar. That's why I don't understand why regular, hardworking Americans mm-hmm. or people that just got, and, and, and don't let me talk about the ones that got a job and they think they're doing the damn thing. Child, <laughs> making 60, 70, 80, 90, or $100,000 a year ain't shit. Baby, you got a good long ways to go. But because they're making that money like that and they're comfortable yeah. and they're complacent in their lifestyles, they're fine with it. Right, yep. so they think, oh, yep. let me go vote for Trump. Let me do no, nigga. No, no, you cannot. You're not that, in that, that bracket. That case bracket I'm ain't gonna, to tell ain't you, gonna even exist. If you ain't making two fifty or better, and even the two fifty and three ain't really that good. It when you're going not no upwards more. of half a million plus a year, I'll back it down and give it three hundred. Three hundred plus a year. Shut the fuck up. Just be quiet. 
but all you young folk, all these young people in, in the rap game and in the music business and sports and all this shit, keep your mouth closed. If you do what you got to do, fine. But don't don't take your platforms and mm. influence people that don't make money to do what you do because they can't. Right. And that's all I'm saying. And it sounds bad to say, yeah, vote for Biden because he's he's the lesser of two evils, but it's the motherfucking truth. Mm. And then when you got white folk, and I'm finna play a clip, telling you why you shouldn't vote for Trump. Forget the money reasons, y'all. Let's talk about morals. Let's talk mm. about democracy right quick. Let's talk about everybody else that you know around you in and or around you. Let's play the clip and we'll take it from there. You have somebody that says that he wants to terminate the Constitution, that he wants to jail political opponents. Let me say this again. This is not Trump hatred. This is using Trump's words. When you have somebody who's running for office that says they want to execute generals who are insufficiently loyal, they want to create mass internment camps to send immigrants there, that's what he says. How am I being too difficult? How are you being too difficult. How is anybody who loves American democracy being difficult by pointing out the danger that that is in front of all of us if this guy gets back into the White House? <laughs> it's simple. <laughs> that's simple, y'all. That's it and that's all. I'm not saying no more, no less. If you mean to tell me this man just laid it out for y'all. He just told y'all who Trump is. And if you still at the end of the day feel like you're justified in voting for Trump, fuck you, number one, because you're a selfish piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And number two, you deserve every motherfucking thing you get. Mm. It's simple. Because, see, until you get your ass burnt and caught up, you ain't going to understand it. Just like I talk about shit all the time. We got young black sons out here in the streets. And y'all think it's all about money and politics and all that shit. It's about more than that. Morality is on the line. If y'all allow somebody as wicked as Trump, and I'm talking about the 91 counts of bullshit, rather, it, it, even if it, even if half of the shit was true, it's too. That's too much. Yeah, it's too much. For you to allow somebody like that to govern your na nation, how hmm. the fuck can we feel bad when these crackers and these dumbass niggas gun your sons down in cold blood? There's no morals. So that means, why do you want us to care when your son gets shot? When you don't give a fuck that you allow or voted for a motherfucker that's just as evil... As the motherfucker that shot your kid. It's mm. all sick and immoral. It's all inhumane. It's all sick. That it's the same type of person. It's levels to shit. Of course. But it's like, I know y'all heard your grannies and grandparents say, if you lie, you will steal. If you, you steal, you will kill. You you know what I'm saying? You, you cheat. You yeah. 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 So it's all like, that shit run together. It all runs together. 
So again, if you can allow or would vote for Trump, you're okay with our black men and black girls getting gunned down. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's parallel. Just because it's not, quote unquote, the same, uh, uh, verbalized in the same way, that don't mean it's not the same type same of situation. Yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus. And, 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 and this goes back to this. I said I wasn't going to go too deep into this, and I'm not. I just wanted to point out that, like I said, Trump, not Trump, Biden Mm -hmm. is the lesser of two evils. Now, as y'all know, three black soldiers was killed in Jordan. Okay. Joe retaliated. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying because I don't know what Trump would have done. I'm just using this as an example. Whether or not Joe wanted to do it or not, he was influenced to strike the fuck back. Yes, he was. Now, those three, I said they were black. They could have been one black, two mm-hmm. whites. It could have mm-hmm. been two whites, one black. It really don't matter. Yeah, but the fact yeah. of the matter, it was three blacks. That's a fact. And he retaliated. Okay. Joe Biden launched strikes on 85 targets in Iraq and Syria, period, point blank. Right, yeah. Now, again, I'm not saying that Trump would not have struck back, but I feel comfortable knowing that the people around Joe Biden was urging him to do the right thing and to mm-hmm. do it quickly. He, 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 um, he put out a statement. The statement says... The U.S. does not seek conflict in the Middle East or anywhere in the world. But let all those who might seek to do us harm know this. If you harm an American, hmm. we will respond. We yeah. If you harm an American, we will respond. And that's what it's about. And that's what he that's To what feel about. confident. That the person leading your country was utter these words. I don't see that coming from um, Trump. Uh, mm. If it do, it, I, I, I mean, that's fine. But I feel confident. I didn't have to worry about whether or not I was going to eventually hear this. I know it's people in Joe Biden's camp that's guiding him the right way. Not opportunists, not liars, not people that don't give a fuck about blacks as a whole, uh, whispering in Trump ear, laughing behind closed doors. Look how they allowed our own people to climb the Capitol and ain't do shit about it. You think mm-hmm. I'm going to sit back and put a motherfucker in a whole office and hope that he retaliates on for three black bodies? Rest mm. in peace to the three soldiers. And thank you, Joe Biden. Okay, um, I just wanted mm-hmm. to put that out there. I wasn't going to ride on it too long. I just wanted to put something out there. You got anything to add, um, Key? No, I commend him for doing his job. Yeah, I really do. I really do. Yep. He took action. Yeah, he took action. And like, I love it. Yeah. You know, like I said, yeah. he's not doing everything right. Let's get that straight Mm-mm. for all you motherfuckers that say we we love that. And anybody never said that shit. Mm-mm. I just Mm-mm. give props to where it needs to be needs to go. Same thing. It's plenty been plenty of things. A couple of things Trump did when he was in office. I gave him his yep. props. 
You know what I'm saying? And we I know mean, that he a... did what he had to do. Yeah, exactly. Hey, he stood on 10 toes on this one. I love it because normally they don't, you know, he don't really talk about much that he does. Right. And, um, and that's another amazing. thing. That's what happens yeah. when that's you have thing. a proper mm-hmm. general in place. But that's true. You're black, you black boy, right? Yeah. That yeah. black dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true too, G. Yeah, I've seen and that. And that's yeah. what I mean when I say there's people around Joe Biden mm-hmm. that's going to guide him. That's we got enough him. of us and people like us, you know what I'm saying, around yeah. him to, even if he didn't want to do it. Just say hypothetically Joe right. Biden hated niggas. He got too many niggas around him niggas for him around to him, act yeah. on anything other than. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, that's my point I'm making to these ignorant <laughs> black people that's running around talking about they supporting a motherfucker that's clearly a racist. And that other white people have pointed out mm-hmm. that is a racist. Now, you know a spade going to call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. All right, let me keep it moving. Um, the next story is about Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to actually <laughs> next week, because I got some other stuff I that I wanted that. to delve into um, this week more heavy than this Wendy Williams stuff. I've always said, deep down in my heart, mm-hmm. I've always said, I'm hoping Wendy Williams is faking because she mm. trying to keep her nasty ass ex-husband out of her fucking bank account because this she motherfucker did. clearly took this lady's mm-hmm. money and took care of another bitch and Ooh. had a baby on her. Okay? And drug her name. He drug fucked it. this lady whole fucking mm-hmm. world up. Now, see, I can look at this shit in two ways. Mm. Wendy knew this nigga was a nasty motherfucker. Yep. I don't know why she thought that a baby wouldn't eventually pop up and that in some way, shape, or form he was going to embarrass her. See, I give people too much credit, just like I was Mm. giving credit to Tasha K. You know, because I still don't understand why the fuck she wouldn't just take the fucking shit Mm -hmm. down uh, and and, and avoided this bullshit with Cardi B. But that's a whole nother story, y'all. Back to Wendy Williams. Ego shit. Lifetime is capitalizing on Wendy's downfall. They got a documentary that's coming out February 24th and 25th. Um, the name of the documentary is called Where Is Wendy Williams? Now, like I said in the beginning, I wanted to wholeheartedly believe, and I'm going to still hold this shit true to my heart. I, I'm not a Wendy Williams fan, but I respect her hustle. Mm-hmm. And I also, I'm a wife. Okay, I'm a business owner, right? Just pointing out the things that I have in common with Wendy Williams. She didn't deserve what the fuck she got, but she should have been smart enough to know or to protect herself, which is why I'm saying I'm holding dear that this is all a hoax that she don't pulled off an elaborate scheme to keep mm. her nasty ass ex-husband and that stinking bitch of a fucking hag whore mistress, right? That don't took this la- this nigga took this lady's hard-earned money and took care of this bitch. Yeah, she says she broke. Mm. I want to say whoever she was in cahoots with is protecting mm-hmm. her money from this nigga and this stinking bitch. That's what I'm hoping. Now, not saying that Wendy Williams it was a drug addict, 
She's a drunk. I get it. Mm-hmm. I know plenty of people that snort cane, smoke mm-hmm. weed, drink plenty of liquor. She did a lot so of So that shit, you know, you just got to know how to hold them and fold them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't. A lot of people die from fucking cancer of the liver. Mm-hmm. Okay? A lot of people die from fucking lung cancer. A lot of people die from a weak heart from doing drugs all their lives. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that Wendy Williams is above all that because she's not. Mm-hmm. Clearly something is wrong. We know she got Graves' disease and all the yeah. rest of that shit. Got her eyeballs bulging out and she looking funny yeah. and shit. I get all of that. So I'm not saying none of that shit is fake. Or none of that stuff is fake. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, because I find it hard to believe that Wendy Williams is broke. Hmm. Or that nobody... Her sister is an attorney. She that said nobody, she was stealing from her too, though. Nobody. What? That Wendy's they sister? Said, yeah, they said that she she said I was watching uh, some of the. Uh, that her um, sister. Yeah, yeah. Was one of the sisters. One of whoever she her sister only got is. One sister and one okay, brother. Okay, well, she mentioned that if, if on the clip that she was saying that her sister was stealing from her, people in her family and shit was taken from her. Who said that, Wendy? Yes. Yeah, you I didn't, didn't. I yeah, didn't see that. I was, I was, Send me that clip. Yeah, yeah. Send me I that will. clip. Yeah, let me yeah. see that because I didn't hear that. And the sister say no, she wasn't. Okay. Uh, yeah, I want to see that. But but my mm-hmm. point is, uh, uh, I I can't see the way the, the way the world is set up. Okay, <laughs> the way the world is set up. <laughs> how are you broke, and how is nobody suing or trying to have an investigation inside? Where your funds are, even if somebody stole your shit, there's some, it's mm-hmm. got to be a paper trail. It's something yeah. given Wells Fargo and the people around wow. her rights to do what they're doing to her. Because I can understand holding somebody back like how Britney Spears was with the conservatorship and her people. But at least we knew her dad was mm-hmm. in charge. Who is this person in charge of Wendy Williams shit? And why the fuck she ain't got no money? Now, having access to your money is one thing, and being broke is another. Which one is it? See, it's a lot of games being played, mm. and we don't know the in- we don't know the ins and outs of this shit. We don't know a lot. We're just hearing shit. We seeing fucked up ass mm-hmm. videos. We seeing Wendy looking like a damn uh, a gaunt, frail, funny, sh- funny looking person. Yeah, she does talking crazy and everybody is like wow what is she going down or this is happening and a lot of people don't even like wendy so they're happy this shit is happening mm. which is fucked up Sadly. because guess what the shit can happen to you, you and know? that's what she said about money she said uh well, exactly what you basically just said so you can have money one day and well, then yeah, you can yeah. lose it all the next well yeah i know that for a fact but what is I've kevin there, how is kevin st- he's still entitled to, to, to get He's getting money still from her? No, he's not getting anything. And oh, that's what okay. I'm trying to say. I believe, yeah, I, I want to believe it started off as a campaign to keep her mm. husband out. Because you see, she had it set up to where she's not making money. His alimony is cut off. So mm-hmm. his alimony is gone. So he's right. broke. He don't lost his house. The bitch don't left right, him. I seen that. The bitch with the <laughs> baby, left. everybody go. Yeah, the money don't dry up. So now this nigga desperate. So we don't know hmm. what's going on. We don't know if this is a we scheme yeah. to get money. We don't know nothing. So that's why I say I want to see this documentary. And Me then too. I want to I wanna sit back and just see how this shit unfolds. Because it just don't seem something is off with this Wendy Williams shit. 
Mm. But uh, but I just wanted to notate that Lifetime is making a documentary. Yeah. They making money off of her still. And Damn. hopefully this is some money for her and her kids or her, yeah. her son, I mean. And, you know, I don't know, her day-to-day, because somebody blocking her for money for a certain reason. And we need to know what that is. Not just right. tell for us. for her to say she broke. She broke, because that bitch ain't broke. She ain't broke. But we'll see. But we'll see. We'll see, though. We'll see. Uh-huh. What we got next? Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. What, what, the next what, what, you, what you got? What you on? The greatest night in pop. Oh, my God. That shit was good as hell. Was it good? I put up a post this week, y'all. I know. You know what? I'm mad at myself because before I locked it in, I should have put We Are The World somewhere on there so people will know mm-hmm. what it is I'm talking about. The greatest night in pop. I left Man. it a little too vague. But what it is for y'all that don't know, it's on Netflix, y'all. It is the back... The back, the, the the back makings of We Are the World. Remember that, y'all, nineteen eighty five. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, it's a little uh, documentary talking about how it all came together. Um, all the people involved, all the singers, all the, everything that was happening in the back because we saw the finished product. Mm-hmm. Um. Every time I hear it, I just get giddy a little that bit. That shit is so sweet. It's just Harry, how they all came together, though. Harry Belafonte. Let me give y'all a little bit of history. Harry oh, B- yeah. Belafonte was the organizer. He the one came up with the idea mm-hmm. of this. Because, you know, he used to do a lot of... He's a humanitarian traveling all over the world uh, with um, humanitarian efforts. And he saw the plight going over in Ethiopia. And he wanted to do something and raise money. So, of course, by him being Harry Belafonte, he knows everybody black and in the business. And I'm going to bring this all to, I'm going to do a 360 on this too, y'all. Um, Quincy Jones, he called Quincy Jones. He talked about what he wanted to do, his vision for the project. And, of course, Quincy brings in Michael and Lionel Richie and Stevie Wonder. Okay. Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie wrote the song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Quincy Jones, of course, was the producer. He orchestrated the whole thing. Then you got them calling everybody they knew in the industry, in the recording industry at the time, to come on and, and do a, a charity relief song for Ethiopia um, and, and for free. Like, this is a project that they, they just asked yep. them to volunteer their time. All right, so it just shows you how Lionel Richie, that same night of this event, because all this shit happened in one night, Lionel Richie hosted the award show that, that evening before. And most of everybody was at the award show. A lot of people weren't. They was flying in from other parts of the country. But anyway, the power of Quincy and Belafonte, Harry Belafonte, got all these singers together in one room that night. And made this song. All right, hold on. Let me, uh, because it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff on here. I wanted to make sure I touch. All right, I put down, okay, of course, Michael Jackson and Lionel wrote it. Quincy mm-hmm. produced it. Lionel and Michael wrote it. And Michael Quincy and Mike, produced yeah. it. Okay. And it was pressed for time. They, they, they played around to, like, damn near a day of. Yeah, they recorded it January the 28th, 1985. I was 14 years old. 
Um, I remember that. But anyway, and you know what's funny is that they had uh they had this on HBO, the making of it a long time ago, but it didn't give you the backdrop. Like a lot of stuff that I learned in this particular um documentary, I was always I always wondered why Prince wasn't a part of this. Uh-huh. He, he didn't like to be around a lot of Sheila people. Sheila E said he didn't like to be around yeah. a lot of people. Uh-uh, he didn't, he didn't like to be around a lot of people. And yeah. she felt like they used her because they they she knew. Wanted, she wanted to be a solo. She would have come. Yeah. She wanted and to be a solo. And she didn't even get a chance to do anything. But I'm going to tell you, they put like this shit together. Let me give y'all some of the people, if y'all can remember, who was in the oh song. Oh, God, it's a lot. Diana Ross. Of course. Okay, let me start from the top. Lionel Richie, of course. <laughs> Michael Jackson, of yes. course, because they wrote it. Stevie Wonder. Diana Ross, Bruce Spink, Springsteen, Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Huey Lewis from Huey Lewis in the News, um, Dionne Warwick, Willie Nelson, Bob Dylan, Kenny Rogers, James Ingram, Al Jarreau, Steve Perry, Cindy Lauper, Paul Simon, Billy Joel, Tina Turner, Kenny Loggins, Daryl Hall, John Oaks. Smokey Robinson, Ray Charles, the Jacksons, some of the Jacksons, not all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Jermaine was, I think he was the only one not there. Jermaine wasn't there. Yeah, he wasn't there. The, a couple of the Pointer sisters was in there. Jeffrey Osborne was there. Bette Midler and Sheila E. And Cindy Lauper, Diana Ross. Yeah, I got you that. Said I, them? Yeah, I said Diana okay. Ross and Cindy yeah. Lauper. Diana yeah. Ross was emotional. Mm-hmm. She and then they all start getting each other signatures, autographs and yeah, shit. That it was, was amazing yeah. to me. Like they all looked up to each other and they didn't know it till they got together. Yeah. It was it was a nice thing to see. <laughs> and what I wanted to say when I say I wanted I to bring this thing three sixty. Yeah, we don't want to give a yeah, give away yeah, too much. It's a, it's for nice, those of you who haven't seen. But um I wanted to just say it's funny that is coming out again, the beginning of Black History Month, because mm-hmm. I want white people to know. It's a lot of white people. Matter of fact, Bruce Springsteen, this part right here. Listen to this. <laughs> Listen to this, y'all. It's Bruce Springsteen. It's true. Springsteen, Stevie Wonder, Huey Lewis. You think about all the blacks, I mean the whites. Kenny Rogers, um, you got Cindy Lauper, Paul Simon, Billy Joel, Kenny Loggins. It's not about just black people on this particular night. That's why I said it was the greatest night in pop because it encompassed more than just black artists. It was mm-hmm. white and black together. Yeah. We are the world. Bruce Springsteen flew in. From tour, yeah, right there. yeah, that's crazy. yeah, bad weather, yeah, and it's like and we made it, yeah, yeah. We just wanted to touch on that by it being how they were able to come together. How much money they raised, Key? I want to say and, over in 1985, they was able to raise in South Africa 80 million, and and now today is doubled to 100 right. million, right? 160 million. I'm sorry, right. See what I'm saying? Amazing. Amazing. White and black working mm-hmm. together. You know what I'm saying? That's what I liked about this shit because I told y'all, a lot of the white artists on there, you know, I love them motherfuckers anyway. Motherfucker Kenny Rogers. 
Them people sacrificed to be there for that. That's what I loved about it. Uh, Everybody sacrificed. Daryl Hall and John Oaks. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got some yep. heavy hitters. Yep. Willie Nelson. I'm not a Willie or Willie Nelson fan, <laughs> but I know he's good at what he does. Him and Bob Dylan. You know what I'm saying? Bruce Springsteen. All of them came together as mm -hmm. one to make this this song. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for the greater good. And that's what I the wanted to point good. out. Yeah. That it's not just all about you know, rah, rah, rah against white folk all the time. There are some good and mm -hmm. mixed in. That was my point. You know what and I mean? Things ain't always about money, man. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> look, you gotta, you gotta think beyond you. It's bigger than you exactly. at times. And that's how they thought. It was bigger than them. Selflessness, right, right. It, yes, I love that. All right, so look, we're gonna keep it moving. Um, tomorrow, not tomorrow, because this day is Saturday. Monday um, is Bobby Brown's birthday, y'all. Happy birthday, Bobby. I'm going to put up a post and give him some love. But before we, um, as giving his shout-out, I wanted to also uh, play me and Key's favorite song by Bobby Brown just to give him some love because, you know, uh, by next weekend, Bobby's birthday going to be over. The birthday week going to be over, so we're going to show him some love. Yeah. From the onset. <laughs> so let's show some love. Who what 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 is your favorite song? I'm taking it upon myself. Tenderoni. It's tenderoni. Oh, it was tenderoni. We got tenderoni. That oh, was the it. shit. That's it. That's it. We're gonna play a little bit of it before we go, y'all. Should have hit it in the middle though, but oh, that's okay. Sorry. Man, when I think about where were you when you first heard this, King? Don't yeah, tell me it was Skate City. I, 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 I was young as hell. I, I can't even remember. I probably was in my room just keep playing the cassette tape over and over and over again. Do you remember Come Together Day? Oh, yes. They, yeah. uh, matter of fact, it was uh, Jake yeah. Godbold back then yeah. that put it all together. Yes. So, y'all, look. <laughs> in Jacksonville, we used to have this thing called Come Together Day where um, they get together and they do music, like a little music mm -hmm. festival, a little local thing. I'm just thinking about when I had my little shirt on, me and my friends, we had little T-shirts <laughs> made hey. with tenderoni on it. We was Roni number one, Roni number two. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I probably just had the shirt say Bobby Brown in the front when he had on his little shirt with his chest open. That, you know what I'm saying? I just could have sworn he was talking to me because I was a Roni. Because <laughs> my name was, you know, Roe. Yeah, you're a Roni. You know what I'm saying? No. Hey, <laughs> only love. Hey. hey. Black Radio Uncensored. All right, so... Wait a minute, you gonna play my other song? <laughs> oh, he, he's showing off now, y'all. Oh, I didn't out even now. know we was gonna do a second one, y'all. Hey. Remember this girlfriend? That was another one about his. Hey. Right now. now that's the one I used to love. Hey. Hugging, kissing, holding you tight. Hey. Never letting go. I was staring in the television, then like, oh my gosh. Bobby. Need you right now. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Hey. Hey. He was a hot day back Would then. Be all right. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. 
or Saturday night. Oh my goodness. Y'all hear these lyrics? Well, you couldn't tell me I didn't know how to slow dance back then, boy. <laughs> Shit. That was Skate City Day. Hey. hey. Oh, my, my. Hey, that's what you should wrap your arms. Look, no, when you ain't had nobody dance with and you in your room all by yourself in the mirror, you used to put your arms around yourself and just slow dance with yourself <laughs> yes. and shit. They're folding. Yay, hold me, yes, baby. Yes, yes. <laughs> Man, I don't care what nobody say. Bobby Brown was the shit. He was the shit. And new edition, period. Yes. But when Bobby came out and solo and did Man. his thing, and do y'all hear the lyrics and shit, y'all? That's what we're missing. I really mm. wish that my kids and grandkids would one day shit. would be able to hear good music like that again, where you can hear those simple words, loving words. And they and not, respect women And not just fucking then. and sucking and bitches and titties. I'm telling you. Who nobody want to hear that shit? No, Who they were loving black women, exactly. women, period. God damn. No degrading. So that's why I say Bobby is the king of R&B. I don't care all these little youngins coming out talking about they the king, all this Jacquees and all these motherfuckers talking about they the king of R&B. No, y'all not. Bobby Brown was. Shout out to Bobby Brown. Happy birthday, Bobby. All right. Um, All right. So now this is uh, getting down to the end of the show, y'all. This is a good one. Now, before I get to, um, I'm going to do a, a shout out to, or rest in peace. I hate to say shout mm-hmm. out. Rest in peace to Joe Madison. I said I was going to talk about him oh, a little okay. bit at the end because we're doing um, two deaths that just occurred this weekend. Mm-hmm. Joe Madison is a local radio personality here in D.C., okay? Mm-hmm. Um, he was on, Gene, he was on WOL. You know about WOL, right? He, mm-hmm. was, on the, he was on WOL back in the 1980s. Okay, this is a fearless black man. When I tell you he was the Roland Martin before Roland Martin, I mean, I think he was more vast as far as he was on radio. You know, Martin is not mm-hmm. a radio. He's a journalist. I, mean, I guess it's the same thing. But W.L., you know, was owned by Kathy Hughes. Kathy Hughes, right, right. We talked about mm-hmm. Kathy Hughes earlier. first radio station. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. where Joe Madison was. So you don't heard him growing up. You just didn't realize. Because I was asking Gene what he knew about Joe Madison. Because he, mm-hmm. he spent a lot of time. Um, he does uh, AM radio, 1450 AM. Okay. So he was doing that before. Now he was on, um, I want to say Sirius XM or something. That's what, he's, that's what we, he was on prior to his death. But growing mm-hmm. up. He's a staple in this community and really mm-hmm. all around the world. He was uh, uh, very uh, significant in the black, uh, in the civil mm. rights movement. He just is a fearless black man wow. that spoke his mind. Sort of like, kind of like what we're doing now, but maybe more articulate, mm-hmm. you know, more involved. You know, he was really a hands and foot on the ground type of situation. And right. being here in D.C., you know, where all the happenings, everything run through D.C., is certain group of people you're going to always see and touch and feel, and they're going to always have their hands. And that was Joe Madison, the Black Eagle. Rest in peace, much respect, and we do appreciate everything you brought to the table. It is only thing I can do at this point is hope that I can instill uh, um, fearlessness 
and other black folk because th- that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That's really what it's all about. Once you get that fear out your heart and you tackle your opponent, you can win. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, lastly. Oh wow! Yeah, I like this. Let me just get. Let me just play something quick for y'all. Side to side, move your hand. Watch him now. Watch him. Right. Remember, he's got two hands, right? Damn, man! What the hell are you doing? This guy will knock you on your ass. Come on, Rock. It's not a game. You want to live in the hospital for five weeks this time? You thought I was tough? This jump will kill you. All right. Come on, come on. Get your head on your shoulders, man. Think about the fight. Think about the fight. Clover Lang's in here. He's trying to hurt you, Rock. He's trying to hurt you. Okay, here he comes. Jab. He's jabbing. He's jabbing. He's trying to hurt you. You gotta fight him. You gotta move. know that was in 1976 no that wasn't that's what when i listened to the um i was listening to the um no that movie rocky rocky started in in 1976 not not rocky three this that's this particular that's the first one this particular right? clip I just played is from Rocky Three when he was oh, training okay. club, um, training Rocky to beat Clubber Lane because Clubber Lane beat him, right? Because remember that's Mr. when Mister T. Remember Mister T? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you heard me or not. Um, yeah. He um, he lost the fight, and um, his manager died. Mickey. Remember I that? Remember that? Mm-hmm. And he fucked around, got in the ring, and Mister T beat his ass. Clubber Lane. And um, Rocky had to be retrained because he gave up on life. And yes, Apollo I Creed, that. and y'all, I'm bringing all this up to say rest in peace to Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers died peacefully in his sleep this, um, this weekend. And, um, you know, it shocked the community. And, you know, anybody that know me know I am a fucking Rocky fanatic. Okay, my favorite movies um, was my favorite Rocky film was Rocky three from the clip I just played and Rocky four when he fought and beat the Russian. Those are my two favorite Rockies. I can go word for word verbatim on everything in those two films. But um, just to bring everybody up to speed, there is no tomorrow. I played that clip for a reason. Okay. There is no tomorrow. Tomorrow not promised to none of us. That's why, what's that saying? And I think this is a JFK saying, well, put off tomorrow what you can do today. You know what I mean? Whole lot Mm -hmm. of that. It's a lot of different uh, nuggets that are dropped, little hints, little path passages for us to follow subliminally. Like, we're not always talking. Uh, um, literal all the time, okay? But just, you know, as an overall for life in general, there is no tomorrow. 
Do what you can for others today. You know what I mean? Again, Key, you just sent me a text. Rocky, yeah. Rocky is was 1976. I Rocky didn't know that. Won. That's what I was saying. I didn't know that, though. Yeah. I didn't know it was that old. We were, we were kids. Jeez. Yeah. We were kids when, um, babies, when the first right. Rocky came. So when we were, of course, by the time we was watching we got, TV, we were talking about a- HBO. Yeah, right. And we was watching Rocky on HBO when we were seven and eight years old. So, yeah, by the time. And back we, then, I'm thinking it was just coming out, you know? Right. That's crazy. So, yeah, um. The movie itself was just the the all of the Rockies to me is great. Right, like I said, good. anybody that know me know that I'm a Rocky fan. But the three Rocky three, which right. was in the eighties, did you did you pull up the dates? Yeah, when Mister um, Carl Williams. When, what year did Rocky three come out? I I, I don't pull oh, up I the dates on that one. No, I was up. talking about no 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 no. I just didn't know that Iraqi. I didn't know it originated back in the seventy yes. six. Yes. Holy shit! Yeah. You were, I, I, that's amazing. Rocky three was nineteen eighty two. So I was eleven mm, I was years old. So we were watching HBO when Rocky three. I think that's why I know it so well. And then of course they played the red um, Rocky. And then they played Rocky 2. Those are the two that... Mm-hmm. And I want to say I saw Rocky 2 as well. The first Rocky, I, I was a kid, so I didn't see it until I was able to see it on an HBO as a kid. Okay? I was young. But that was one... That was my favorite Rocky until Rocky 4 came. Right. All right? Let me go back on that one. Damn. Yeah, hold on. I was a baby when three came out. I still was a little girl. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, because you were young and I forgot. Yeah. Rocky IV came out in 1985, so three years after this particular one. That's when he fought the Russian. Mm -hmm. And that's the year that um, Apollo Creed died. Right. And that was was so sad. Like... It started in 76 to 85. No, it's it's continued on to today through Creed. Oh yeah, Creed. Stopped. Yeah, that's the that's like the spinoff. You got Rocky, Rocky two, three, yep, four, that's true. five. And did it change to Creed? You got, no, listen, Rocky, Rocky uh-huh. two, three, uh-huh. four, uh-huh. five. No, was it four? Damn. Rocky Balboa, um, and then Creed. They got it. It don't. It don't went. No, it was Rocky Five. I'm sorry. Was it Rocky yeah, five, five or was it Rocky Balboa? Hold on. Five, Damn. And, and it wasn't Rocky Balboa. It was called Balboa. Called five, Balboa. Five, then Baba, because Tommy Morrison was in five. Right. I remember Balboa. that one. I didn't like that one like that. I was mad. Rocky yeah. lost all his fucking Damn, money. Damn, I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you heard me, Gina? Rocky Damn. lost all his money. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad about but that But you know what? Another thing I didn't know Mr. Carl played in, I didn't know he was in, I didn't realize he was in Predator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what was this show that came on television? Uh, it was it The Heat? Girl, you was it called don't, The? Don't get me to lie. No, hold on. It had to. It was like it was a. It was um. It had to be The Heat. I don't know he about none of that. I don't know too yeah. much of what Carl he played in did Star Wars. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Rocky. Star Wars. I remember Action Jackson. I, I remember, remember hearing about that, but I was um yeah by that. I wasn't into a lot of this. Like me, a lot of these stars, they they do a lot of work. Like when I looked at yeah. his filmography. And he was a football player. Yep. For Oakland Raiders. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't know that shit either. Yeah. Yeah, you got to read, baby. You got to read about oh, this Oh my man. goodness. He he was he was active. But mm-hmm. he was he played football, uh NFL football Prior first to. before he became an, an, uh, an actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got an extensive history. That's what I'm saying. He's been around a long time. He's been in the yes, um, film and TV industry for over five decades. Matter of fact, last mm. year was his 50th year in entertainment. Because, you know, he was 70, what, 76? Mm-hmm, 76. 76. So, yeah. Yeah, he was young when he started. Yeah, I was impressed. of doing television. And he was a director. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot outside Man. of Rocky, but we hear he's best known from doing and Rocky. Rocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say that's what really hit. That's what really brought his Everybody, name out when, when he hit this Rocky. Man, they automatically think of Apollo Creed. And yep. I was saying, too, in my post, I was I said, was I the only one wishing <laughs> that Carl Weathers did a cameo? Because, you know, the spinoff with Michael B. Jordan now is Creed, which mm-hmm. is his son, Apollo Creed's son. Remember, Apollo <laughs> Creed died in Rocky IV. Right. So he, he has... Huh? Well, yeah, it was a bastard son. He had um, Michael B. Jordan's character. Mm. What's his name? Adonis. Mm. Adonis Creed. Mm -hmm. He had them outside his marriage. But his wife, Apollo Creed's wife, took him in and raised him. And that's what Creed um, started, the basis of Creed. And um, I was hoping that, and, and, and Creed has been doing very well. I was mm-hmm. hoping that they would bring Carl Weathers in as a cameo, maybe in a dream sequence, you know, talking to his son or training or giving his son some pointers on how to win. I was hoping for that. That never happened. And now I guess it won't never happen. Yeah, because he gone. So rest in peace, Carl Weathers, man. I'm. We're going to miss you, man. Damn. Here we are. Yeah. And that's all I got, y'all. God, dog. Damn, it was a lot. I also appreciate you too for helping me out. I had got a brain freeze when when we went to talking about uh blow pop head, uh Tweety Bird. Oh, I don't you know where about that Candace? came from. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I wanted good. to say so much, but my brain was moving faster than I wanted to speak. That's why I'm here, baby. We're here to compliment each other. You good. That's why I, I said, let me, let me lead you. Let me hold your hand and, and pull you over <laughs> you the right direction. You always have done that anyways. That's a big cousin <laughs> shit. Yes, goodness. Dang, yeah, you mm-hmm. have. I enjoyed myself, though. It was very educational today. Yeah, very educational. Yeah. Yeah. I, tried I to- really like that Rosa Parks shit. That was, that was, damn. I'm telling you, we're learning something new every day. That's one thing that I like about doing research. And when I do a lot of posts on Instagram and Facebook, I have to research and pull out things that I think are interesting. Because for real, for real, just the FYI to let y'all know, I can't really write too much on Instagram. They stop you at 2,200 words. Mm. So, um, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so no, I can't put it, everything you to pull, in there. You got to pull your heart out when yeah, you can, right? You speak out. it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all I got, man. And it was a good show. Um, Black History Month, y'all. We're going to be dropping all type of jewels. Don't be deep, y'all. During the month of uh, February. Like I said, every mm-hmm. month, every month. It's Black History Month, but since we're going to play the game of the white man, I'm going <laughs> to give it to they ass every podcast episode in February. Well, I give it to them anyway, but it's yeah, going to be yeah, extra. Yeah, but this is, yeah. 
I'm this pulling out all these yeah. little-known black history facts and mush it in their faces because until they <laughs> fucking apologize and pay, we're going to stay on their necks. For sure. Definitely. Well, this was it. This is it, y'all. Hey, this is Key. And this is Rope. Black Radio Uncensored. Thanks for tuning in to Black Radio Uncensored. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with your friends. And we'll see you next time.